See, she thinks I know a lot of stuff. This is Winging It, the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. This happens in between both proper to ensure you can spend anywhere from 15 to 180 minutes with us every damn week. So, it's been a little while, so I'm trying to remember how to wing it. Wait, I know how to wing it, so I'm going to wing it. Actually, I have it all planned out. You know me, I'm a planner. No need to remember. So, um, this time we're talking about band names that were taken from classic rock songs. Fantastic subject. Very interesting, right? I mean, there's a lot of them, and we're not going to go through all of them, but they're wacky, and I want to know. I know one already. You do? I do indeed. Okay, you've got to tell me if it's one that we actually talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the first one... Judas Priest was taken from whose song? Do you know? Um, I'm going to go with Bob Dylan. That's correct. Uh, I don't even know the song in question, <laughs> but I know that reference. I know the connection. It's the Ballad of Frankie Lee and ah, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. I mean, well, that was an exclamation. You know, Judas Priest, instead of saying the name of the Lord, they would say Judas Priest. I mean, it's... Uh, it's I didn't I know that association, but I never heard the song. I can't think of it. Oh well, and I love Dylan. I have like fifteen Dylan albums. I was going to say you should not say that out loud. But I like <laughs> but. I actually I like the later a little bit later Dylan. You know? mm. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Bruno Stappenhill, Judas Priest's original bassist, heard the track and pitched the moniker. And uh, they said, what do you think of that for a name? They said, I meant, he was never really into Bob Dylan. So he was like, I don't know, but hey, it's a great name. And that's how it came about. Just a simple conversation. And then it's a name that stuck. And I will say, it is, it's pretty fucking metal. It's pretty amazing. It suits them to a T. I mean, there's never, you just look at them and they look like Judas Priest. They sound like Judas Priest. And they're great, I think. Absolutely. It's surprising to hear that they're, Whoever it was wasn't into Dylan because Judas Priest, you will recall, did go on to have a hit with a Joan Baez cover. Well, it's Stappenhill. Bruno said, I wasn't yeah. really into Priest. So whatever. I don't know him. He must have what, been before he's my time. Yeah. Bassist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From back so. in the rock and roll, all those old records that I don't know that are probably great. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're really good. Those are well, some ones of the I ones have that are great. people cut their teeth on, yep. you know, metal doing that. So Rolling Stones, where did they get their name? Um, a Muddy Waters song, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this should be yeah. your wing it. You fucking know all of <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, that's a, and that's a good one. It's a good name, I think, Rolling Stones. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Well, as if being a blues icon who influenced generations of musicians weren't enough, Muddy Waters also gave one of rock's greatest bands its name. So he released a song called Rolling Stone in 1950, and 12 years later, they picked it up, and Keith Richards said it was Brian Jones who said... We should name ourselves the Rolling Stones. Actually, he said it to a journalist. He said, what's the name of your band? And he shouted it out. So there it was. Forevermore, they were the Rolling Stones. I didn't know Brian Jones was the one to suggest it. I had no idea that was... I knew it came from the song. It was a reference to the song. It's a real, you know, kind of bluesy kind of a thing to say. Uh, it's a great name for him. So Rolling Stone and the old saying about gathering no moss. Everything about it fits that band. Um, but I did not know it was Brian Jones who had pitched it. Well, they, they, of course, have played with Muddy Waters... 
And as has Foghat and as has everybody pretty much. But yep. uh, yeah, long, strong association between those two anyway. Well, he said the name because the Muddy Waters album was on the ground. Yeah. And so he saw it yeah. and he's like, how about that? So, I mean, amazing. We all know where Lady Gaga's name came from, right? I don't know. Mm. Um, I think the, I thought the idea came from somebody else and she just adopted it. What, all what, what's we the truth? Here is Radio Gaga. It's Queen. No. Uh-huh. She's a huge Queen fan. Well, that I can huge see for some Queen reason. Fan. You've got to be kidding me. Nope. So ultimately, Roger Taylor gets credit for Lady Gaga's name. That's right. Amazing. The, everybody agrees that uh, it came from Queen's 1984 song, Radio Gaga. She's a passionate fan of the classic rock band, especially Freddie Mercury. She goes on about how amazing he is, and why wouldn't she? Um, but... It says Gaga herself has said it came in a more organic way, but you know what? I think we're going to go with that because it's pretty cool. But what she says is Freddie was unique, one of the biggest personalities in the whole world of pop music. And he was not only a singer, but a fantastic performer, a man of the theater, and someone who constantly transformed himself in short a genius, and she is not wrong. No, she's not wrong. And every time I think of that song, I think I remember, I mean, I'm old enough, I was a big Queen fan already before the works came out. So I heard the song brand new, and at the time I just thought it was okay. Now it really moves me for some reason. Just those lines about radio, I mean, it's for some reason it touches me emotionally. It was just like it was an okay song, kind of goofy. I wonder why it touches you. I don't know. I, I don't love know. it now, though. If you did and, radio, um, it might touch you. I and I know. always think of Roger Taylor. Imagine him, the entire audience of Live Aid, I know, and everybody's, oh, it was the greatest performance ever. Of course it wasn't. <laughs> Obviously, far from it. It was just a good show. It was a great show. You can't have a super fantastic show outdoors in the daytime as far as fight me over that, but that's the hill I'm dying on because it's true. You can't. I, I like a little bit more than that, you know? Well, and you have however hundreds of thousands of people out there. That's going to make any show pretty amazing if they're oh, it you was know, great. vibing with you. It was it amazing. Was, it was great. But I'm thinking of Roger Taylor with the entire audience singing his song and clapping, Lady Gaga, to a song that you wrote. I mean, everybody in the band has written hits, but that's one of his very few that was really, really well known. As much as he's written some of the great Queen songs. I love Roger Taylor, and uh, good on him for that one, and I love that song. Now, I did not know, for some reason, I thought people used to just say she was Gaga, and she said, okay, that's my name. Mm. Uh, the Queen? No, went right over my head. Ah, interesting, yeah. So, I actually really, not that it matters, and this is complete deviation from whatever script I'm pretending that's to follow. That's what we do here. But I, um, I actually don't like the chorus of that song at all. The chorus absolutely ruins that song. The rest of the song is a masterpiece, but the chorus, which is the catchiest part, I absolutely abhor it. I really do. It's the least engaging part. I like the verses. Oh, I like brilliant. the vo- Yeah, they're fantastic. It survives the chorus, though. No, it's not the best part. I mean, and... I guess it survives the chorus. I mean... But it's just, it's unfortunate, because otherwise that song is just super moving. But that's okay. Hey, he was trying to make a point. Yeah. I mean, even though I, I, you've yet to have your finest hour, I don't believe that. But still, it's a beautiful sentiment. You know? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I know you don't like them, but it's an interesting story. So Radiohead, they got their name from Talking Heads. So that's interesting. It is, and I don't like them. I do like the talking heads, though. Yeah. That makes it half interesting. Mm, I don't know about that. It makes it interesting that you still don't like Radiohead. So I think people are worried. The older you get, you're not getting as wise, and that's concerning for all of us. I guess I'm a creep. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the members of the once-fledgling group were inspired by talking heads so much that at one point they enlisted a brass section 
so that they were much like their idols. When Tom York, Johnny Greenwood and company signed a record deal in 1991, they changed their name to Radiohead, taken from the song Radiohead, featured on Talking Heads' 1986 album True Story. Really? They actually had a song by that name? I had no idea. I thought it was just something about heads. It's just a damn shame they don't sound like the talking heads. No, they sound like themselves, which is fucking brilliant. So that's interesting, right? I mean, all of these connections are really cool. And I mean, it seems like a really cool way to get your name is to take it from somebody whose music you admire, like Jet. (laughs) Um, they got their name from Paul McCartney. No! Yes, Well, when you did. said Jet, I knew there was a band named Jet. I don't know what they sound oh, like. Oh, I love them. The first thing that came to mind, of course, was Wings, uh, Jet, obviously. Yes. So um, tell me about that. Well, before deciding on the name, the Aussie group toyed with monikers like Duosonic, Mojo Filter, and High Fidelity. They eventually landed on Jet because it's their favorite song by Paul McCartney. So they actually, the song, Are You Gonna Be My Girl, was their big one. And I might actually make a stop this so you can hear it. So then you can talk about how fucking brilliant Jet is. But they sold more than 3.5 million copies. So uh, that was a good inspiration. An interesting name to me. I remember thinking, why would you call yourself Jet? But now I know why. Well, I actually think it's a good name because it's it's sleek and I mean, it's sort it to me. So when I hear jet, I think of not only something flying, but I also think of a, of a color of a jet black, a dark color. It just has it has a really classy and sleek sound to it. Sounds hard to me. Yeah, it does. It, it, it I find it intriguing. It's like okay, I'd like to hear what a jet sounds like. Whereas there are bands that are actually pretty good with the suckiest names. That's true. This is not one. No, this is not one. So let's listen to it. Mm-hmm. All right, just as I suspected, you know that fucking song. Hell yeah. <laughs> when this song, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say where it work or anything like that, but th- I'm not supposed to do, I know I'm not supposed to pogo mm. and headbang and spaz while I'm on duty. But I do, if I'm going around and this comes on, I know this song, I probably shazammed, I'm old and senile so I forget the name, but I probably shazammed it a hundred times because I love this song and I'm singing along as soon as it starts. Fucking great. I mean, another thing, this is a pogo, spaz, headbang classic. It's like it's like when I hear a cult of personality, forget about it, I'm gone, you know? Absolutely, <laughs> fuck yeah. This it's is one song. of those, this is the purest rock and roll, this is like, you know... White hot, just brilliance here. I love this song. Absolutely. Inspired by a sweet song about a dog. You got to love it. So their whole name inspired by a sweet song about a dog. Jet? Yeah. You didn't Wait know a minute. Jet You're telling me Jet Wings Jet is about a dog? You didn't know that? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. I mean, I know Bronyar Stomp, Led Zeppelin's Bronyar Stomp is about a dog. Robert Plant's dog, Strider. Why? Oh, I'm hearing. That's because I yeah, took this yeah. off. Hang on. Oh, so we're not recording this. We are. No. But with airplane noise. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Just telling you. I, I'm not that, partic- I'm not that particular Miss Lozenge sucker. Yeah. They can hear what, your lozenges. Well, they can because you crunched your lozenge, so they definitely it's going to be on the recording. Well, It'll since you funny. fixed the mic so well, we It'll sound so good, it picks up every little lozenge uh, it does. vibration. That's okay. So here it is. Review, uh, reviewers have reported that the song's title was inspired by the McCartney's Labrador Retriever dog named Jet. Oh. And McCartney has substantiated this claim. We've got a Labrador puppy who is a runt, the runt of the litter. We bought her We bought her along a roadside in a little pet shop out in the country one day. So, it is about a dog. Or at least it was inspired by the dog. Okay, now, I'm, I think it's a stretch. It, it's, you're going to have a hard time selling me in the idea that the song is about anything at all. 
I mean, you know, I can almost remember their funny faces. That time you told me you were hardly old enough yet. Uh, I thought the major was a lady suffragette. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you on about, dude? Um, it's a great song, and I, as we were saying, one the one two three punch of uh, the the live album uh, Wings Over America, Venus Mars Rock Show, and then Jet. It's like hell yeah, brilliant. I love it. Uh, but this song by Jet, the band, holy guacamole! Absolutely. Well, you know, learning things is important on this show. So we just taught David that. See, she thinks I know a lot of stuff. I you, don't. You do. It, you know different shit than I know, and I know almost nothing. So it works out well. All right, well, we'll move on from uh, McCartney, his dog, and Jet, to Simple Minds. Do you know where they got their name? Um, no, that's a complete mystery. So uh, David Bowie sings on his 1972 track, The Gene Genie. He's so simple-minded, he can't drive his module. Five years later, those lyrics would resonate with Jim Kerr and Charlie Burchill as they founded their own group, the Scottish musicians would name their new wave band Simple Minds. Nice. So it's amazing, really. I mean, honestly, sometimes you're just like, wouldn't that be a great you know, title for a band, a great name for a band? And then it sticks. So interesting. I mean, we may not have even considered that particular line. No, because it doesn't, unlike a lot of the other bands that took names, it doesn't stand out uh, that line, those two words in uh, the Gene Genie are not that, I mean, they don't stand out. They're part of a sentence, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So That's a badass song, man. I think so. There's other bands here that I don't know that we would know necessarily, though I'm still going to share a little bit with you because I think they're interesting. So some bands that you may not know, Walk the Moon. No, absolutely not. So, but just from Walk the Moon. I'm g- Yeah, with a name like that, I'm going to think the police That's song. Correct. Yes, Walking That's on correct. the Moon. Thank you very much. What about Hello, Goodbye. Uh, uh, there's a band called Hello Goodbye. Band called Hello I wonder Goodbye. if they've ever heard of the Beatles. They're you know? a pop rock yeah. group from Southern California, well, there you actually. Go. Hello Goodbye is a good, it's actually a pretty good name. I don't know about for a band. Of course, it's a great song name. It's a great song. Not so sure about a band, but uh, interesting story. Yeah, so who are they inspired by? Um, hello, goodbye, the Beatles. Yes, uh, exactly. From most of on most year, any given year, that will be my favorite Beatles album is a Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Well, what about Powderfinger? There's a band called Powderfinger. Powderfinger. I, not only is this, of course, this is Neil Young and Crazy Horse, uh, and I used to be in a band, a pretty decent band with some um, eclectic musicians uh, playing different instruments, flutes and stuff, and I tried to sing that damn song <laughs> and play bass. Huge mistake, but I uh, oh, love that. Yeah, Powderfinger by Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Absolutely. So that's Look what it was out, inspired mama, by. There's a white boat coming up the river, and I was like singing along. It's like, okay, I got to drop down an octave or go up and, and meet Neil, and everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> everybody stopped playing. <laughs> Shit. Uh, what about Deacon Blue? Oh, come on. Really? Just call me Deacon Blues. I'm going to guess they took that from uh, Steely Dan. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like, it's almost as if I gave you all the answers before we got on to do this, and you just fucking know them all? What the fuck? Well, so far, they're all borrowing, as any reasonably younger person will do, from the legendary dinos. Shit. <laughs> what about Bad Brains? Uh, uh, um... Ramones. God damn. What the fuck yeah, is wrong with brain. you? I love the Ramones. Holy Are you kidding? shit. Uh, oh my God. That's so crazy. I swear I did not give him any of no, this. No, no. It's just all, she's in, she's in the tar. She's in the tar. <laughs> she's so joining me in the tar. <laughs> well, for today, we're all joining you. 
So there is a band called Dum Dum Girls. <laughs> Oh, all right. Let me take a crack at this one. I'm going to guess this is based on the song by the legend that is James Osterman, Iggy Pop, Dum Dum Boys from the album The Idiots. Am I correct? That's exactly correct. And that's very fucking specific. So, yeah, absolutely. Love the Ig, man. He's the best. And there is also a band called Exciter. Where do you think they took their name? Exciter! Well, um, it could be either way, because I believe um, Judas Priest has a song called Exciter, but so does Kiss. Yeah, I'm I'm more likely to believe people are inspired by Judas Priest than Kiss. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm so. trying to think. Now, there's got to be a band with a Kiss name out there. Let me think. But anyway, um, was it uh, Priest? <laughs> it was no. Priest. And if you saw the look on my face every time he gets it right, I'm like, what the fuck? I like, have bo- I have both of those I'm I, like on my record. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? What about the Kooks? This one might be tougher. There's a band called the Kooks. Well, again, we're going to have to go back to early Bowie and uh, the Hunky Dory album with the song Kooks. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I can't stop this fucker. I can't. Yes, that's Which, exactly true. I think true. Rick Wakeman plays piano on that whole album. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, I'm, I'm going to trust you on that mm-hmm. one. Uh, what about St. Vitus? Or Vitus? Oh, St. Vitus? Or Vitus. Yeah, I believe that's how, tomato, I believe that's how it's pronounced. St. Vitus, like, St. Vitus dance is like a, some kind of medical condition where you spaz out or something like that. I think I have that, you know. <laughs> but it is also a song from Black Sabbath Volume 4. Fucking A. <laughs> Jesus. Holy <laughs> shit. This is right in the fucking pocket for This is you. like where somebody gets a home run every time. You don't even yeah, want to watch anymore. See, I'm you know? like, I can't. I'm just going to check, please. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. She'll stop me with the next one, I promise. I won't. So there's a band called Nazareth out there. Ah, that's the one when I was saying in the beginning. That's the one. Um, uh, they uh, took the set. They were listening to the band, The Weight, pulled into Nazareth. And I thought, wouldn't that be a nice name for a band? Yeah. They actually were. So how did a band from Scotland end up naming themselves after a town in Pennsylvania? Well, the credit goes to the band with their influential 1968 hit, The Weight. We were sitting around in a place we used to rehearse and then we fir- when we first got together and we couldn't agree on a name. And then we were listening to The Weight and when it first came out, Pete Agnew, our bass player, said, what about Nazareth? And there it stuck. Yeah, yeah. This kick, one you can't possibly kick ass band Nazareth. Uh, Indeed. All I gotta say to you, Punkin, is just uh, just put the load right on me. I fucking love that song. <laughs> I love the band. Hell yeah, there man! Ain't no, there ain't nothing like the band out there. All right, Seether. Well, you know, when I saw that band Seether mentioned for the first time, I thought that's not their name. That's the name of that really kick ass Veruca Salt song. Oh my god! I know. I am so fucking out of here. The audience is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check out now. If they're already regular you, listeners, they are flat on the ass that I ever heard of Veruca me? Salt. How did you fucking know that? How the hell do I what know Veruca Salt? What is happening? I fucking love Veruca Salt. I mean, it, what? But fu- why does a dino like know me that? know anything about them? I don't know, but I saw that video. What? What the fuck? And this song is so fucking bad. So it's just a great. badass song. It really is. I mean, it's that's a pogo I'm classic. To to, see the, you know, uh, that kind of whole it's shit. Unbelievable. Holy shit. And I know that I, when the band came out, I thought, okay, that's uh, you know, oh it has to be after that. There was so. no fucking way. Thought you had me on that one, didn't that. you? I <laughs> sure did. What about Cocktoo Twins? This one is gonna have to stop. Oh. You know. 
Uh, it's so, it's some obscure lyric. Yes, I don't this is know. Obscure. Okay, I'm totally stumped. See, I told you it would happen. So, <laughs> oh wait, is it that? I'm just kidding. Oh, you were so good. <laughs> I was going to have to put the show right there because it was going to just be too much for me to handle. That would have been fun. That would have no. been amazing. No, I, don't, I have no idea. So, Cocktoo Twins came from a Simple Mind song. So, the oh. Scottish group Cocktoo Twins are pioneers in the dream pop genre. And between 1982 and 1996, they released ten studio albums, becoming critical darlings in the process. Process. Their name comes from a fellow Scottish group, Simple Minds. One of the band's earliest recordings was a track called The Cocktoo Twins, later renamed No Cure. So, I think it kind of sucks to take your whole name like that. For, I don't know, when, when it's, it's as specific awesome. as that. The Cocktoo Twins. I mean, yeah. like, you can't, you're, that's an unforgettable name. No, it is. It it's, is. A, it's an unforgettable name. What about... Well, so if we had Bowie down to Simple Minds down to Cocktoe Twins. Who's going to be inspired by them next? Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, there's. I'm sure there's like seven degrees of this whole thing, but I'm not going to go there. What about a band called Ladytron? <laughs> <laughs> you have to see his fucking face when he's like, I know this. No, no, I don't. No, yeah, I you don't. do. Ladytron? It sounds like some funk thing. It sounds like... Parliament Funkadelic, uh, some, I don't know, uh, I'm completely stumped. Roxy Music. Oh, shit. See, and they're so good, but I know so very little about them, even though they're coming back, and I started flipping around their discographies like, wow, these motherfuckers are good. They're very good, and they took their name from the song Lady Tron that was on their 1972 album. Nice. Let's see, what else we got? Um, Mr. Big. Where did Mr. Big get their name? Uh... It, unless it was from that Betty What's Her Name song, Mr. Big Stuff, which I highly doubt. Uh, no, I don't know. Free. Fire and Water was the breakthrough studio album for English rock band Free. Released in 1970, the album helped launch Paul Rogers, who is a god, I fucking love his voice, into stardom and scored a massive hit with the song All Right Now. So, in 1998, uh, Billy Sheehan formed a new rock group and he took the name Mr. Big from Free's album cut of the same name. And you know, I never heard that entire free album. I love Bad Co. And uh, oh, heard yeah. a little bit of this, that, and the other thing. And Paul Rogers certainly gets around. But I have not heard that whole free album. So that slid right past me. See, I don't know everything. He knew like 99% I knew, I knew St. Vitus Dance and not that. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? And he knew fucking Veruca Salt. <laughs> yeah, Veruca Salt. That is, uh, that is kind of uh, unlikely. So here are some falsehoods. People believe that these bands took their name from these other band songs but they didn't godsmack did not come from alice in chains everyone thinks that they took it from an alice in chains song but they did not so it is just a coincidence they said i was making fun of somebody who had a cold sore on his lip the next day i had one myself and somebody said it's a gobsmack and a godsmack and the name stuck Hmm. i mean because when you hear that name you think of you know it's a riff off of gobsmacked yeah, the expression. Yeah, you do think, you know, yeah, that, and that's what it really was. Ultimately what it ends up being, yeah. Um, and then Fuel. People think it came from... The Metallica the, song? Yeah, yeah, but it didn't. Ah. That's what they say that it did, but it said Fuel was chosen because the band based itself on energy and aggression, and yeah. they were attempting to communicate that. So that's false. And then Panic at the Disco is a band I actually really like. And they were thought to have taken their name from the Smiths, and that is not true either, because it makes sense, because there have songs very... Well, the Smiths has a song like that, but it says... Like it? I don't know. What is it called? Well, it's Panic at the Disco. The Smiths' song is Panic at the Disco. Well, okay. so here's the deal. So, 
It's an emo pop band, blah, blah, blah. And the disco, um, they'd been a disco mainstay on alternative radio for a good chunk of the new millennium, thanks to their very many hits. There's many, many, many of them. Many fans assume the group's name came from the Smiths' song Panic due to its chorus, Burn Down the Disco. Oh. However, Panic at the Disco's frontman said that the track was coincidentally uh, called Panic. It uses the lyric Panic at the Disco in its second verse, but... That's not why they named it. Their now, band, Panic at the Disco. Am I am I mistaken in thinking that the panic is followed by an exclamation point and then it says at the disco? That's correct. Yeah, panic, panic at, at the, the disco. disco. Yeah. Yes. Um, and now, since you know them uh, and you like them, there's a song that I shazam all the time by them that I really think is pretty good, I think. Or is it either that or it's one I hate? What is one of their, name a couple of their best known songs. Um, There's a... Haven't you people ever heard of closing the goddamn door? No, no, wasn't that? Uh, it was something like really an ear earworm for oh, for so good many. or ill. They have so many. Oh, never I think mind. Never good. mind. I think you would yeah. really. I think you would like them. They're I seem fun. to remember thinking it was good. But you know, we'll explore that on another Horse. show. <laughs> another falsehood is Cold War Kids being inspired by Billy Joel. So this is an indie rock band from Long Beach, California. And they thought that that's, well, people assume that that's where they got their name. I was traveling to Eastern Europe with my brother, uh, Basis explained. There's a big park in Budapest where they dumped all these statues that had been removed after communism fell. And now it's just a place where people can go and have picnics. And so, being in that environment, the phrase Cold War Kids popped into my head. Hmm. And that's a pretty cool name, but not inspired by Billy Joel. And what was the Billy Joel song? The Billy Joel song is... Hang on. Fuck, where'd it go? Because I'm not familiar. I love Billy Joel. I'm a big fan. I have a number of his works, uh, like six of his albums. Leningrad. Oh, oh. That's okay. That's so a late. Leningrad. That's yes. a late one. And I was going to say, I'm. I thought it was something old. I love the song Leningrad. I've heard it a time or two before, but I just recently acquired uh, his uh, Greatest Hits Volume Three. The late stuff is genius, and Leningrad is a beautiful song. Did you just say Leningrad to to just dispute the way that I said Leningrad? Is that why you said it that way, just to dispute it? You didn't say it like that, did you? I did. I said it all yeah. fancy and all snooty, and I don't know why. Well, it's like Moscow, Moscow. You yeah. can say whatever you like, you know. <laughs> The people right. who say Moscow are wrong, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, here's another false one. Somebody Firehouse. in Moscow is probably listening like, I know. it's Moscow. That's not d- how you say it, you dope, yeah. <laughs> um, Firehouse is not uh, inspired by Kiss. Not inspired by no. Kiss? Now the song's playing in my head already, man. It's Terrible long name. been assumed that Firehouse, the early 90s rock band that scored hits like Don't Treat Me Bad, Love of Lifetime, blah, 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 got its moniker from the 1974 Kiss song of the same name. Turns out the two are totally unrelated. Firehouse began its life as White Heat. According to the guitarist, the band wanted to change its name to something without white since White Snake and White Lion were already popular. So And Great White and that's <laughs> any right. number of other... In a tribute to the original name, they kept the temperature theme by evolving heat into fire, thus becoming Firehouse. I guess it's not a bad name, but of course uh, you think of the Kiss song. And I don't, yeah. Uh, but it isn't as if Kiss invented the f- term Firehouse anyway. No, <laughs> no. and I, I, I don't think of Kiss yeah. ever, really, unless I'm with you, then you bring up Kiss. But I would not, I don't know any of their songs, so I would not do that, but... You're right. I mean, what other songs are named Firehouse out there? I mean, yeah. I can't think of another one. Um, so that's it, actually. And we want to thank UltimateClassicRock.com for giving us that great information. I just thought it was fun. All of these names taken from other songs, whether we knew them or not, it's interesting to hear whether we know the band or not. And 
even if you hadn't heard the band, now you've heard them, heard their names. So go right. check them out right. and see what you what you do or don't like. I know I'm going to do the same. And that's really all there is, but so interesting. I mean, I'm I'm really, you know, profoundly affected by many, many songs, but I never thought to name a band after a song. I thought about naming albums after songs or parts of songs, but oh, never yeah. my whole band name. So that's interesting. But Bruce already had the name in his head. So when I came, it was kind of like signed, sealed, delivered, you yeah. know. But anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this little foray into band names yes it, well, i did i did yeah you did because great you, topic well, <laughs> and not, i'm not just saying that because i got 90 yeah, percent of them because you knew them all not, not nothing to do with it fucking veruca salt how the fuck yeah how i can't fuck? i can't believe you brought up seether i mean i, I can't believe and that's you knew i couldn't that. name another veruca salt song well, but okay. i love that one it's a great song well they're really really good i mean you can't fight the seether you i, I you won't. just can't why you would know? you Who, i won't do it why would anyone try <laughs> no one would no one should talk about a losing cause <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's all I have, unless you have another one you want to throw out there. No, I was going to say Firehouse is an okay name, but there was a band. I'd love to know if anything inspired the name Ice House. Remember them? Yeah. They came out, they had, I think they had one record, and it was really good, and everybody went crazy over them, and I think they disappeared after that. Maybe they did, maybe they did more after that, but Could they were so wonder. good. They were great. Uh, it's a good name. I'd love to know if there's a story behind it, but Firehouse... It would be cooler if they said uh, it was after Kiss. But, but anyway. it's not. <laughs> but it's not. Okay. Anyway, that was uh, that was a most excellent topic. Why not? It was fun. Well, you know, when we do these winging it things and we get to the end, there's typically something that you do. Do you remember what it is? After all this time, if I remembered all those obscure songs, then I could probably muster up the uh, memorological strength to say, let's fly this coop. <laughs> This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.